up y'all welcome to this week's episode of saturdays and seltzers nfl football is finally here so we are talking about most of the games for you guys and finishing our divisional preview with the afc south because we kind of saved the best for last at least our favorite division for last um we also have all things college football and recapping some f1 in monza as well as our normal segments love you guys so much thanks for listening to this week's show let's have a good one let's go Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place they all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. Woo. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. Woo. But you priceless, superwoman, no sidekick. Dress game like science, girl, you all plus, no minus. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly. What is up, party people? Welcome no to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. The NFL is officially back. I know that this audio is going to go out early. The YouTube should go up on time. But if you are new here on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe and follow us wherever you're listening to our podcast, if that's how you are consuming this. But obviously, this podcast is going to be pretty NFL focused. We did a lot of college football last week. We have some of that for you guys today as well, but mostly NFL. Um, but my name is Kendra Middleton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Haley Jamello, and our producer, Tyler. Um, I feel like I should just ask how you guys are before we get into our HLH. It seems like everyone's had kind of a, a crazy day. Haley, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm good. I think that we're all just where we're at professionally college football season and football season in general is just like crazy crazy time so yeah um I think we're all kind of emotionally on the same page right now (laughs) but this is honestly like I look forward to doing this every week so this is me too I always get anxiety before we come on and then afterwards I'm like damn that felt like I went to therapy (laughs) right literally (laughs) Tyler vibe check we're good I'm exhausted so if I sound exhausted it's because I'm exhausted. Play. Perfect. Okay. On a lighter note, we're going to get to our HLH, which we start our show with every single week. It is our high of the last week, low of the last week, and hero of the last week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you. We are recording this a little early. We're potentially discussing new upload dates and times. Let us know if you have a preference, but we're going to get together and talk about our schedules probably after this. Um, But... That being said, it's Wednesday. Things are going to happen before this episode is probably out or relevant. Whatever. Haley, what is your high? Well, we have the same high, so we can share together. I think we have the same high and the same low. So we'll, you want to do a duo here? Um, I think I have a crossover with Tyler, too. So, yeah. All right, cool. So our high is that we, as if you can tell by Kendra, repping the merch, we went to the PLL quarterfinals this weekend I kept forgetting if it was quarterfinals or semifinals but it was quarterfinals um and it was a ton of fun um literally just spent the entire day together at Gillette causing absolute mayhem um only con was that it was super super hot Um, (laughs) so hot if you've been to Gillette before for like a smaller event like that or like a high school game or bowl situation they open only one side and it was the side that's directly in the sun um and it was so hot noon on labor day weekend we're getting hit with a huge heat wave in new england right now so 
Um, I decided that I was going to wear a jumpsuit and literally was so hot. I was sweating through it. And Steve had to bring me a pair of shorts for me to change outfits with my PLL merch. <laughs> so all in all, pretty eventful day, but I had a blast and the lacrosse was pretty sick too. I've never seen PLL in person. Um, shout out front of the show. We got to see Sarah, former host of the show, and she kind of got to, you know, show us a little bit of what she's been up to over there. So it was honestly really fun. It was a good day. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, the kids with the lacrosse sticks on the concourse, man. Yeah, let's yeah, talk about say, it. Let's talk about up. it. Let's that, talk that about it. Was literally my worst nightmare. I am I'll shocked that kids can yield weapons in public like that. Yeah, so there were an astounding amount of, I would say, about 9 to 14-year-old boys <laughs> at this event, and they were allowed to bring yeah. lacrosse sticks, because if you've ever been to a PLL event, I've never, I never knew this, something I learned for the first time in person this weekend, the amount of people that get stuff signed by the players at these games is, like, insane, like, it's literally, like, girls lining up for one direction to sign their merch like it's absolute insanity so they bring all this stuff to get signed um and they were somehow allowed to bring lacrosse sticks let me know why there's a clear bag policy but you can bring like a lacrosse stick i don't know but anyway um i've had my campaigns on display but these 14 year olds can have literal weapons yeah and so it was just like hundreds of 10 to 14 year olds with lacrosse sticks and doing what you would expect them to kendra if you want to talk about your concourse journey that was probably the funniest thing i heard about all day dude i had to go take a piss and i was walking back to Haley and our friend steve shout out steve uh and the number of kids that I thought were going to poke my eye out with a lacrosse stick or decided to like dodge me as if they're motherfucking Michael Sowers out there. I swear <laughs> to God, it was intense. I thought I was going to die or like lose an eye. It was because they're so short. So like what they do is they'll like stick their lacrosse stick under their arm or whatever. And this kid just like shoves his lacrosse stick as like a midget under his arm. And it is right in the direction of my eye. And I really, there were times where I was, I was scared for my life from the yeah, sun and children. You came back with like this glaze over your face and you were like, I just got juked out by like 13 small children <laughs> on my way here. It was crazy. And parents at the end of the day are like the fuck it meter is absolutely all the way up here. They don't give a shit. Kids are climbing everywhere off the closed seats with the tarps and like the security guards don't care anymore because it's hot as shit. And parents are just like letting their kids run 80 yards in front of them, screaming Connor after them. And it's just like, all right, we get it. Yeah, the Call biggest example day. of tired parents would be the popcorn night's at the end of the game that were sitting next to us their parents were just like in the back back row having a beer as they should i mean i'm sure they've been there popcorn all at me. day we had been there for games first game started at 11 30 11 45 yeah 11 45 last game started at 6 30 or 5 5 and so it was a long day again in the heat and everything so these parents were like done in the back having a beer and they left their kids to just do what kids do and they were Run taking, they were taking popcorn buckets and dumping them out and like carving eye holes into them and putting them on and it was One absolutely kid had hysterical and arm guards and they all got in a fight over who the leader was gonna be and it was awesome it was very intense wow. it got very culty very quickly 
It was a great example of like the human spirit. <laughs> that whole situation. You really one went through kid, an emotional roller coaster. One kid was trying to like be the leader, and the kid, this other kid just goes, I create I'm the leader. I created it. And I was just, it was it was crazy. I all in all. I probably would have left. All in all, I honest. thought it was pretty fun. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. It was a lot. Um, and then we left early and got food. Yeah, it was really good. It was kind of a blowout. We left in the fourth of the last game and got tomato soup. Yeah. After was... sitting in the hot sun all day, we got tomato yeah, what soup. A wild yeah, time. that was kind of wild in hindsight. <laughs> and then we went to Trader Joe's, did a quick Trader Joe's yeah. haul. Yeah. Um, filmed it like three times and then realized I wasn't in the shot. So that was absolutely iconic. nice. Haley had some real filming mishaps this weekend and it was awesome. It was so bad. I was like, if you know me, you know I'm a mess like 100% of the time. Like whenever I go anywhere or do something, I'm always forgetting something. And I was just like, you know, I felt really prepared for this event. I felt prepared for the PLL. I had it on my calendar for a long time. I thought I remembered everything. And I was so close. Like I remembered my portable charger but not my cord like mm. there were so there were things that I had remembered but not completely so I was just a mess the whole day it was a, it was a classic Haley DeMello day for sure Steven Sarah saved our ass classic mm-hmm. yes absolutely classic. shout out shout out shout out cannot shout them out s names slay slay all right Tyler you're high and my hero are the same but for different reasons and I also have a second hero so slay go well, I think, or I guess you, yeah, you, I don't know what yours is. Um, Clemson lost, though, and I, I may have bet on Clemson, but it always brings a smile to my face when Davos Sweeney loses a football game. I wish, it were, I wish it were a home day. game. I really wish it were a home game in Clemson. Good for Duke, though. Great so for Duke. We're sitting at the bar. And Steve's like, I really like Clemson in this game. I'm going to bet on them. I was like, Steve, I think Duke could absolutely win this game. And Steve started arguing with me. And I was like, Steve, here's why. And he goes, we'll already put money on it. And then the rest of the night, Haley and I were just like, Duke is my favorite team of all time. Not really for me, but I stood with Haley and I was right. And seeing Steve sad was worth it. So... We Solidarity. were confirmed freaking out. Solidarity. It was, a good game. it was a really good game, actually. Um, it was probably my favorite game to watch this weekend just because Dabo. Seeing a disappointed Dabo on the sideline, there's nothing uh, better than that. Dude, so, his sprint onto the field, fire. Oh my god. Um, the hand, like the hand through the hair at mm-hmm. the uh, the second half interception or fumble, I can't remember. Or missed kick. There were so many they, things they, that went wrong. <laughs> they could not. They got in the red zone so many times and didn't score. It was I'm almost like a impressive. Dabo hater. It was almost and impressive. I, it was. It was honestly kind of like hard to watch. Like dead ass. I was kind of like, this is a no, little bit sad. I, plus I, ratio. I've watched the replay of that game like three times. Well, you're a sadist and you hate you Dabo, are. so true, that yeah. actually makes total sense. And I'm not surprised by that at all. No, and you know, if I would have known that Dabo was not going to let his like award-winning offensive coordinator call plays, I would have bet that uh, I would have bet Duke. All right. Just for the record. Interesting. 
Um, Haley and I have the same low. Uh, it's obviously Jimmy Buffett. I got so many text messages that morning from literally everyone I know. If you watch this show every week, Tyler crops this Jimmy Buffett bag behind me out of the video. And I have another, this is from 2009, and I have one from like the early 2000s as well. Just if you're from Florida, Jimmy Buffett is like ultimate Florida core. Yeah, um, he is ultimate Florida core, but he did have a special sweet spot for New England. Um, he had been coming here for years. My parents always went and saw him when he came to Xfinity Center in Mansfield, formerly Great Woods. Um, and Nance, my mom, uh, said when he passed that those are some of her favorite memories going to those concerts um, and the tailgating and the partying. And my aunt and her like had a really good time talking about it. Um and I grew up listening to his music uh, and with a lot of hand-me-down Margaritaville merch. And I've been to his hotel in Hollywood Beach. And it's really sweet, so we should go. Um, but yeah, definitely a loss. Um, and he Dude. ended up did, like donating a ton of money to cancer research. So mm -hmm. good on him. Good guy. The message when it was just like he was surrounded by his like loved ones listening to music and his dogs. The dogs is yeah. what killed me. Yeah. I... Uh, that is what that is if you that is pain if there has ever been pain felt yeah. I didn't realize he like wasn't doing well I thought he was still like doing, performing and stuff I thought it was, was very low key so he yeah. stopped performing uh he stopped touring in the spring I was last in Vegas in December and I had said to my mom uh we were in one of the casinos and I had seen that he was playing in March and I was like I need to come back and see him because there were rumors that he was sick um, he had been fighting, it ended up becoming skin cancer, but he had been fighting it for quite some time. Um, and it just did, like progressed and got worse towards the end. So I wanted to go see him in Vegas, knowing that he probably wasn't going to be around much longer. And my mom was like, well, you got to go to one with like a tailgate, like where it's really fun. So I ended up not going to the one in Vegas. Um, and I'll probably regret that forever. Uh, yeah. His last show was in Rhode Island, actually. He came to surprise wow. one of his band members. That's pretty epic. All right, Tyler, what is your low R.E.P. Jimmy Buffett? Uh, yeah, I feel like I should have gone first so I didn't have to follow that up, but I lost my bet <laughs> last week. So yeah, that was, was my low. <laughs> I'm not a music I'm guy. sitting I, here I, trying to load my DraftKings account. I'm, I'm just oh my rip Jimmy, but I'm not a music guy. I don't really... I don't really know him like that. Wow. <laughs> I don't really know him like that. Mic drop. Um, I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> I want to use Apple Pay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So hero. That was mine. My low. All right. I'm done. Haley, I don't understand what your hero is. You but... will in a minute. Okay. So if you miss the Duke Clemson... I hate this catastrophe. Dude. I know what you're talking about. Quarterback Riley Leonard in his post-game interview asked his professor to give him an extension on an assignment that was due at midnight. Yes. And the professor came back with a video saying your linemen uh were able to get the assignment in on time. And other people on the team were able to get it in. So I'm not gonna make an exception for you. Um and say what wow. you want. I think that's kind of baller. Like, like say what you want. Like, I get if people don't agree, like, whatever. But honestly, I've taken classes with 
you know, D1 athletes. And I, everyone I know that I've taken a class with is a super hardworking student and they're super dedicated. Um, and I realize that's not the case everywhere, but I appreciate that they're being held to the same standard um, that everyone else does and there's no special treatment. So honestly, I just yeah, didn't like that he it. sat down and recorded a video for it. I thought it was so cringy. Like there are times where I do think professors are unrealistic about expectations 100%. of college students. But if nobody else in your class had a problem and specifically your teammates, it's also like the beginning of the year. Like, what could you really possibly be doing that that's in, like that intense? Yeah. Yeah, that's a so, good question. I guess it is Duke, though. They're smart. But that's what like, I think it's fair to hold the, the same expectations to every member of the team. That's what being a team yeah. is. Yeah. I don't care. I just like that Dow got beat by a bunch of accountants. I will say there was a hockey player in one of my classes for my major junior year who was passed with D's because he was on the hockey team. Damn. And I I know that at Auburn that if all you had to do was write your sport on the back of your test. So that's crazy. That's insane. So. That was a. I honestly thought that was a pretty good HLH. That was pretty good. Good job, everybody. Tyler, Tyler has a hero too. Oh, Tyler has a hero. He's taking his headphones out, but he's back now. Tyler, your hero. My hero. Uh, did y'all hear about this? Nope. So Jim Harbaugh had like a press conference of some sort over the week weekend um, to like recap the game that he wasn't coaching. Because, which side note. Did you all see the um, Michigan's like tribute to Jim Harbaugh? No, that's so good. Man, that's you so would Tyler think Lord. the man died. That is so good. <laughs> you that's like literally if they would did... think he died. They were that's protesting insane. like him being suspended, and it was a self-imposed suspension. But these guys came out. They did. They all raised the four as first play of the game because he wore four at Michigan. That's um, kind of like if the Oscars did a tribute to Will Smith. They were yeah, like, exactly. Oh. He's still alive, guys. He's right there. But um, he had a press conference recapping the game, and um, he was asked about the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball, and he says, no, there's no offense, there's no defense, there's only we thing. The best thing I've ever heard a coach say. Damn, that is. I'm inspired, actually, honestly. Yeah. So good. It's very I communist love vibes, that. too. Jim Harbaugh might be a communist. That is a hot take, Tyler. Wow. Are we sure about that? Yeah, that's like the whole, it's not our team. Or it's it's not your team, it's our team. That's the whole stance of communism. <laughs> We we didn't come here to be political though, so we did not come here. Oh my! All right, Tyler, where were you on January sixth? Literally, that's a good question. (laughs) Might have been at the beach. (laughs) That's your alibi. Yeah, that's sus. That is sus as fuck. Um. All right. So we had our fantasy (laughs) football preview, Haley. So sorry. <laughs> I coughed, everybody. Wow. My bad. <laughs> Do you have something you'd like to share with the class? Yeah. <clears throat> sorry. Nope. Go ahead. 
We have our um, fantasy f- preview. Fantasy football preview. So I already took these screenshots, so we should be able to upload them here. But if you watched last week slash listen last week or you're in our fantasy football thing, we had our draft last week and it was very unhinged. I swear we cut 95% of it so out much because of it. it should never see the light of day. That is how fantasy football goes. Okay. That is the fun of it. But it's week one and we all have opinions on how people drafted and we also have opinions about people. So we're going to tell you who we think is going to win and what our big takeaways are. I'm not going to go through every single thing, just highlights. Um, I play Willie this week. If you watched last week, Willie was on auto draft and just drunk in the chat. So, yeah, I am going to ask you guys, because like I said, if I'm going to screw you over, I'm going to do it to your face. Do you think that I should start Odell this week or Michael Thomas this week? I'm starting Odell currently, but Michael Thomas is projected more. Who are they playing? Um, Odell's playing against Houston. Hello. Oh, hello. Michael Thomas is playing against Tennessee. So I... I am playing Jamal because I think they are going to do well against Tennessee, but I think it's more money guaranteed if you go the opposite way. You know, it would be nice if I could load my DraftKings account right now, because I really think that Odell has good value at an anytime TD, but I can't remember what the exact number was. I don't know. Tyler, what do you think? I So, for the record, I am notoriously awful at fantasy football, so I don't really have many thoughts. Um, I would lean Odell, though. I think I that's think. what I'm finalizing. I, I'm also a Michael Thomas hater, though, because all he runs is slants. And Odell, anytime TD is plus 200 on DraftKings right now. Oh, let's go. And I think I have more faith in... Um, our friend Lamar than I do Derek. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. All right. I like my decision. Um you're Tyler, you're playing Danny. You don't really know Danny, but how confident are you feeling? I really liked my draft. Um Okay. But I don't know. It could like I said, I'm bad at fantasy football and I kind of don't really look into it at all ever. So but I feel like I feel good about my draft. Yeah, I'm gonna change my answer, my prediction for that. Uh, because I also said Tyler, but just based on that response, I'm gonna go Danny for the win yeah, because Tyler is just absolutely manifesting nothing but negativity. So how long have you all known me? True. Do I manifest anything time. other than negativity? No, is it has it worked out for you thus <laughs> far? No. Tyler, you've had a good changed. summer. True. And you want to be mad at the moon? I don't think so. This moon. The biggest matchup of the week. Biggest matchup of the The week. The real game of the week is is truly Nancy and Steve. If you are somehow new here in the last, I don't know, year, Nancy is Haley's mom (laughs) and she does everything with us. She is squad. And we are an anti-Steve podcast except for when he brings Haley pants. Yeah, we are allies at the moment. Temporary armistice. There is an an armistice agreement. But that's temporary. So I also am pro- Steve in a weird way because (laughs) his team name is Jackson's uncle. True. 
but I texted Nancy and told her to start George Kittle because for some reason he's on her fucking bench. Who is she starting over him? I don't remember, but she did not text me back. Don't tell me she's starting Juju over him. Let me. Juju's not a tight end. Oh, no, not a tight end. Who could she be Even if you put him in at your flex, like, hello? Well, that's what I was wondering if it was a flex. Yeah, I don't know who else did she draft Evan Ingram. Am I remembering? No, that I drafted Evan Ingram. Drafted she has Tyler Higby starting over George Kittle. Oh yeah, that doesn't make sense. No, no. She never answered you. No. Okay. I'll what back. team I'm is sorry. Higby even on? Is he a Bengal? Tyler Higby is is a Charger. He's, he's a yeah, Charger. He, no, oh, no, he's no, he's in Ram. L.A. Oh, Ram. I knew he was in L.A. Um. Anyways, a quarterback, maybe. I think. I think I that Nancy needs to take a look at this because right now Steve Slayer of Milfs is slaying. Yep. Did so, you spell Steve the Slayer of Milfs? Steve has a history. Okay. Is there is there lore there? Steve There's loves deep moms. Lore there. Oh really? Yeah. Well, um, your own, Steve. I just have to shout out Team Weenie. I think he could win the league. He's playing against shout Pat out. this week. But Haley, how do you feel in your game against Ryan? Because Ryan is our enemy number two. Honestly, so, maybe even public enemy number one at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think right now he's public enemy number one just because I play him this week. Um, and he, if you don't know, his quarterback is Deshaun. He should not be named. Um, and I'm feeling pretty confident. To be honest, Ryan's projected to have more points, but I have Jalen, and I think that quarterback matchup might be his deficit because I don't know how I'm manifesting that Deshaun's going to go out there and be absolute trash because that would just make my whole week. I am looking at this matchup. Who's who playing? Jalen. The Browns Browns are playing. They're playing Cincy. Ooh yeah. It's the Battle of Ohio. Deshaun, Deshaun could have a bad week. I would love nothing more t- for that man to have endless bad weeks. You guys are close in the projections. I know, uh, but that's what I'm saying. I think that they have projected Deshaun pretty high, and I don't know that he's going to... The more I look at my team, the more I hate it. <laughs> there are some aspects of my team I really don't Your like. team is an interesting team. I my team's either gonna pop the fuck off and nobody's gonna be able to touch me, or it's gonna be mid as fuck. Yeah, it's either gonna you're either gonna go off and you're gonna look like a genius, or things could go very poorly. I'm manifesting that I am him. You are him <laughs> because everyone at work loves to call me a boy for some reason. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, is Kendra a boy name? No. I don't think so either. I wonder if it's because it's like Kenny on Twitter. People think I'm a boy. I don't know. People need... I'm not a boy. <laughs> I Stop saying I look like Chicken Little because he is a coward and I am not a coward. Let me ask uh, you this question. Who should I start for tight end? Dallas Goddard or Dalton Kincaid? Your oh shit, boy, that's Tyler. a great question so there this is my other league i'm in a spongebob league shout out the bubble bowl um my team's name is yeah for the firemen so shout out if you get that reference i feel like it would be a lot riskier 
I think they could go out there and catch like two passes. So they're playing the Jets, Phillies, and New England. I agree with Tyler. But Evan Ingram's like established. Yeah. Yeah, because people won't really know what to do with him yet. So if he's really as yeah, NFL I, I ready, I think as... it might take him a little while to like work. So leave him on the bench. Leave him on with... the bench. Let him warm up, and we'll see how we do. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I what I would do. Me too. But I, yeah, I'm not like a huge. I'm not a super risky person, except for apparently my entire team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Any other comments about fantasy this week or our draft? Um, I am feeling confident again against Ryan, both ethically and in fantasy. Um, and I'm also riding for teams Maraid and Team Weenie. I think those are some of my favorite teams that have come out of the draft for sure. Shout out Maraid, who did we found out we can confirm she did draft herself allegedly. I feel oh, the how same can way. We confirm this? She told us. I feel the same way about Maraid's draft that I do about mine. She's either going to look like a genius or a dumbass, yeah. and there's no in-between. And that's the way it goes. Same with Willie. Yep. And Anthony I Richardson. I still think I'm on record. Willie's going to win the league. Dude. <laughs> I, uh, Haley is, like, big on Willie, too. I think that it would be the most fantasy mm-hmm. And it would be the funniest show for him too, to. It would I be think. the. It would be great for the vibe. It would be the most for the meme. Comical. It would be good. Yeah. Okay. The moment, pretty much, probably everyone who listens to this podcast has been waiting for. It is time for our divisional preview of the AFC South ahead of the 2023 NFL season. We did it. We made it. By the time you're listening to this, football is back. It's either happening today or all weekend long, we fucking did it, okay? Clap for yourselves, like, we fucking did it, dude. I did not think this season was ever going to come. It felt like such a long off-season, dude. It felt so long. And if you guys didn't know, you two are hearing this for the first time, but I'm currently in the process of compiling all of these, so we will be sharing our complete NFL season predictions for the last like six months, which it probably honestly changed, but here we are. True. True. Okay. I did not look at you guys' rankings. We are all I... the same. Wow. We're all the same. I kind of figured yeah, we So we can be. go one at a time. Let's do one at a time for each. We uh, each are team. AFC South experts. And if this I, isn't yep. how it goes, I can't wait for the Colts to win the division. <laughs> oh my God, Tyler, shut up. <laughs> Should we start there or at the top? Yeah, we're starting with the Colts now. But if that happened, I think not I'm just saying it's going to happen because we all picked them to come in last. I will walk into traffic, and I think Jonathan Taylor will cry himself to sleep. Yeah, I mean, that would take an absolute miracle. It really would. What if Anthony Richardson is, like, league MVP? I I don't know, man. It would be crazy. I think I would buy a lottery ticket. That would be a trip. All right, so we all have the Colts last. I have them going five and twelve. I don't know what their over under is sitting at right now. These are just my notes from six when I had. Have... Yes, last night anyway. Like that under. I don't know if it's changed. I, like I it also too. like I the think other. They might win like three Damn. games. I need to freaking fix my DraftKings right now. I'm doing this mid show. You've I don't been trying to fix your DraftKings the whole time. Do we need to take a timeout and let you no, figure it I out? No, I don't. I'm. I need to go grab my credit card. Hold on. Okay. Oh my god, I'm dead. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I'll do a 2022 recap for the Colts. So they were four, twelve, Perfect. and one. 
uh, their PFF grades. They were 27th overall, 29th in offense, and 17th in defense, which I think might be one of the worst team grades that we've seen so far from last year. Like, that's pretty – to have none of those categories yeah, be rough. somewhat good is not great. No, it's To rough. be fair, I'm not a degenerate. I just don't know the CVV number on my debit card because I'm really – on DraftKings, you have to pay with debit, like any betting site, because I only use my credit card for shit because points, duh. And now I'm sitting here like a dumbass because I don't know my fucking CVV number. So anyways, Haley, thank you for the recap. You're very welcome. I'm not a degenerate, um, goddammit. I'm not a degenerate, goddammit. The Anthony Richardson passing prop. Here we go. 2,600.5 passing yards. Thoughts, my friends. I like the under on that. I think that Gardner Minshew is going to play at some point. Yeah, I kind of think Richardson gets hurt. Richardson, though, he's only been a starter for – he he has 12 games starting experience under his belt. That's crazy. That is insane. a starting quarterback in the NFL. I wish that he was – I really think that Gardner – here's the thing. I think that Gardner should start. I think that he should sit behind him for at least a few games. That being said, I think when you draft someone like Anthony Richardson, it can't be one of these early like picks that you just have to throw out there and hope does well. He needs to go somewhere that is going to have older quarterback turnover and sit under somebody for a while. I think that that's one of the reasons that we see some of these younger quarterbacks get fucked up when they start so early. Like Zach Will, they should have had Aaron Rodgers in New York when they drafted Zach Wilson so that he could sit behind him the same way that he sat behind Brett Favre. There are certain quarterbacks where you just have to do that. And especially if you're not in a dire situation. And I think that Anthony Richardson is one of those players. That being said, because of his play style and like Tyler mentioned, the lack of games that he's played, I think he's either going to get hurt or he's going to make too many mistakes. And we're going to see Gardner Minshew at some point this season. So I am not, I'm not liking anything over for Anthony Richardson, except for interceptions. I don't think the he's going to get benched because he's playing poorly necessarily. I think we're expecting him to play poorly, and I think they're expecting things to not go very great for him. He, like especially with Jonathan Taylor out, they don't really have a true number one wide receiver. The success of this team it's entirely on his shoulders, um, and that's not great. But I think we see Gardner Minshew because he gets hurt personally. He's not the healthiest. He's he hasn't shown to like be sustainably healthy. I just think their defense sucks. Their offensive line isn't this like braggable punchline that it used to be, and they don't have an identity at on any side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Like they just no, don't have. They don't really it, know who they are right now. No, is, and it's been a tough off season, mm-hmm. media wise, coverage wise. Like not a great look for them with that whole situation that they dealt with or lack thereof of dealing with, but I just think that their morale has got to not be very high. No, it can't be. Um, I I like them to have a top five pick in the draft. Um, Long con question mark? No, I don't think, I don't think they would draft. Okay. I think they, and what's his name being a psychopath owner. I don't think I think he's all in on Anthony Richardson. The and I don't think is, he would turn his back on him after one year, even if they do have the number one. But maybe that's just me. 
I love Gardner Minshew, obviously, just because of the memes. But if I were the Colts, and I get that they're not the smartest team in the league, Jim Irsay is kind of a dumbass, I would have been one of these teams willing to either bring in Malik Cunningham or sign for a veteran like Josh Dobbs or maybe even gotten in on the Dorian Thompson Robinson situation. One of the, I would have probably given up a lot of shit for Tyler Huntley to let either Anthony Richardson sit under them or have someone behind Anthony Richardson. That's not like Gardner Minshew that has a similar play style that if something happens to him or it's not working out, not only do you have friendly competition or you have someone who you can game plan similarly enough to someone that you already have. It does give me Dallas vibes in the sense that I think we're starting to see that ownership is making a great deal of calls in what's going on with the team. And it's not translating to the field. It's not working. Um, so I think that until there's an organizational structure change or they get a new GM in there or another situation where maybe it's a front office shift, I think that they're going to just continue to be kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Definitely this year. Anyway, I, I'm not going to speak on the future. They could turn things around. I don't like, I don't, I don't think an ownership situation Steichen. like this cannot, like, I think that it's without changing something there, it's not going to improve. Yeah, no, they definitely need to make changes. Um, but I don't know. My draft pick for them, Martin Harrison Jr. That's Ooh. who I'm thinking. Because like they that. need a number one wide receiver. He's yeah. there. They're going to have a top five pick. I think he goes top five. I think that they need, I think inevitably they're going to wind up. And it's a up family here. ties situation too. I could see that, but also I think that they need to get back to the offensive line that they used to have because one, you're either going to have a mobile quarterback and you're going to need to give him time or space, or you're inevitably going to sign Jonathan Taylor and which I think is a great investment as young as he is. Do I think that he's on the down curve? Yes. Do I think that you might have, you might be able to, well, no, you're going to have to overpay him now. Honestly, you pissed me off. Yeah. You owe me at more this money. Point, yeah. yeah. No. So I take <sighs> that back. I don't, I, I still think I'm on the offensive line pick, but I don't hate the wide, wide receiver would probably be my number two solution. I just, I just think they could probably address the offensive line and free agency. They have a lot of money. Again, but it's like they they need to make the right decisions. Like, that's the thing. Like, having money and being able to effectively use it are two different things. Yeah. I I don't trust them to be able to logically go through this, but. Right. Yeah. That's what they should do. This is more what I'm saying. All right. Any other cold thoughts? No. They're bad. Um, Texans. Once again, I'm not sure if these predictions for betting are still accurate six but and a half is the number i saw last night i have the texans as my potential dark horse in this division i just think that they got so much better and i'm so in on D'Amico ryan's mm-hmm. i have cj stroud as my favorite for rookie of the year even though he looked like shit in the preseason um i like their rushing attack i like that they signed uh dalton schultz I love Laramie Tunsil because he obviously is pro weed. They have Shaq Mason at right guard now, which sorry, Haley RIP. And even though there's a lot of question marks about health on their defense, I really think that with their pick in the draft, they've gotten, I think that they're getting a lot better. Yeah. I completely agree with everything. They're you the said. future I of the think, division. Them and the yeah, Jags. I, I think they did nothing but good things this off season. Um, D'Amico Ryans is making a lot of, it reminds me of a, a lot of what 
Dan Campbell did when he came into Detroit. He signed yeah. like a ton of veterans. He's changing the culture completely um, for the better. And I, I don't, I, I think this team could win like close upwards of eight, nine games. Me if too. everything goes well. Yeah. Because they don't have was... a, like incredibly, they don't have like a murderer's row on their schedule. No, they play in the they play in the AFC South. You know, it's the second easiest division in football right now. But my thing is, I think that they could shock the world a little, a little, nothing crazy. I think seven, eight wins is really like that sweet spot for them to show some mm-hmm. progression and buy yeah. into what D'Amico's doing. But the thing is, they have to stay healthy. They're young and they're already injured. I think if you go too far into that depth chart, you're looking either one to regress and two be right back in that top one, two, three pick category. And as great as that sounds for the future, it's worse for the future ahead of that because you're going to have to pay way too many people at one time. And that's expecting you to draft perfectly. Yeah. And coaches don't get as much time these days to build as they used to like you yeah. might get three years if you're they they're on their third head coach in three years it's true. yeah well i'm gonna come out and say that i disagree with both of you i have absolutely little to no faith in the houston texans um just based on previous history and what they've kind of failed to do with the new coaching situation i do love D'Amico ryan's i think that's a really smart coaching pick for them um, and I agree that they've made some improvements, but if you just look at where they are last year, and I know it's not last year and they've made improvements and things are different, but 32nd overall, 32nd in offense, 31st in defense. Like, yes, they've signed people and they have CJ Stroud. And if you think that he's going to be great, that's hype. I am not quick to throw my entire faith behind a rookie just based out of personal experience (laughs) um but I don't know I it will make me happy if they do really well but I'm not 100% a believer and I'm actually going to take the under on that because I don't see it coming to fruition but that's just me being cynical so now Tyler you know how it feels yeah no I can't speak uh against someone being cynical I love to be cynical I think worst case scenario, they win five games, personally. Worst case? I, I, yeah, I think that's kind of the worst case. All right. I don't think that's great. No, it's not great, but it's still an improvement on last year, technically. Yeah, well, it's easy to improve 313 and one. Yeah. With 420 <laughs> points allowed. Shout out 420. Hell yeah, 420-69 in the building. Um, also, um, uh, before we move on, Texans, uh, Contender for first team all name in the NFL, uh, their second round pick, Juice Scruggs. Juice Scruggs, mm. yeah. Penn State. I love that. Love guy. Juice. Good yeah, one. I have him in our notes too. Um, all right. Any other Texans thoughts before we talk about mayo eaters for a second? No, no. we can do it. All right. So... Oh, I did want to say that I understand that my pessimism is bad. But I'm hesitant with a rookie heavy team under new leadership because Miracle, the be. Mighty Pop Ducks, queen. and Space Jam have taught me nothing, apparently. Dude, you know, live your truth. Um. All right, so the Tennessee Titans, I know a lot of people are favoring the Titans still in this division. I don't know how. Uh, that's all they talk about on Tennessee Sports Radio. Because they're okay. Jags haters. Everybody's so quick to hate the Jags. 
Tyler, can you tell me what your homies up there are saying? Because I don't listen to them. I try to, I tend to turn the radio off whenever they start talking about the Titans because they're such homers. It's hard to listen to. Yeah. Um, they love the DeAndre Hopkins acquisition, which I am kind of hesitant on. It reminds me of Julio Jones and Julio Jones sus. didn't do that much with them. Um, they really like Levis. For obviously, which I kind of don't disagree because of the value they got him at the second round. If they would have drafted him as high as they had in the first round, I don't think I would like it. But because he he just looked like second round, yeah, because he fell to the second round, I don't hate it. I don't really believe in the preseason, as Mm -hmm. I've been on record to have, have having said before. Um, and I, I don't know. That's... Can I pose a question to the group? Yes. Can you give me your sign, backup, cut, Tannehill, Malik, and Will Levis? Start, backup, and cut. I'm in that order. I'm starting Tannehill. Yeah. I'm keeping Malik, and I'm cutting Will. Yeah. Obviously, they can keep. They no, can. I'm keep flipping. Three. I'm flipping Will and Malik. Maybe because I have a vendetta against the University of Liberty. And your Will Levis coding. And Auburn. Yeah, yeah, Auburn too, but recency. Liberty. Liberty outweighs Auburn. I think that I... if they figure out the QB position issue and they can get confident there. Yeah, I don't think they're a bad team. And I think they're they, kind of they, a I think they team. can sneak through their schedule though. Like I think yeah, that it's they not can the most difficult schedule in the yeah, world. Yeah, they can come out with like nine and eight, I think. I feel confident with that. Yeah, I, I have them hovering or around eight or nine wins. Yeah, eight or nine. Like I just them, over for I the I have them going under. nine and eight. And it's because not only of the of the quarterback situation, the NFC South and the AFC South play each other this year. That's a really tough schedule to pull. The AFC is tough. And when you pull, you know, what might be the best or the second best division in football this year, potential for it, it's it's a tougher schedule. And on and the only reason I'm taking the over situation is because I think that Mike Brabel and Derrick Henry can put you over 500. Yeah. I also feel seven and a half as your over under feels kind of low. I th- I was gonna say I feel confident going over seven yeah. and a half for sure. Me too. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna go crazy over, but I think it's gonna be around eight or nine. Me too. I'm... Like, do I expect them to regress? Yeah, but like not. Yeah. I also really like Traylon Burks. I also really okay. like Mike Rabel. Shout out Mike Rabel. Nancy's a huge fan, and I am rooting for him. Not necessarily the Titans, but I'm rooting for Mike Rabel. I'm rooting for that guy who was in his 2020 draft room dressed like Frozone, if you all remember. I do. One of the most unhinged draft <laughs> rooms. I'll always remember that draft room. Oh, man. And now right. is the moment we've all been waiting for. Any other Titans thoughts? Nope. Nope. All right. So the Jacksonville Jaguars. This... This might be, I don't think that this is a homer take. I'm really going to say it. I, people love to give me shit. I have been nothing but a realist about the Jaguars my entire life. Okay. This is not a homer take. We're finally good. Let me fucking have this. Okay. (laughs) I have the Jacksonville Jaguars going 12 and five. I I think that's completely fair. Yeah. I think that's good. I have them hovering around 10. 
I have at least 10. Okay. So first of all, I don't think that anybody in this division can outscore this Jaguars offense. Our defense is going to be dog shit. I know that. And that's why I don't have us actually winning the Super Bowl this year or even making it to the Super Bowl. Because, Haley, what does Nancy always say? Offense sells tickets, defense wins games. Thank you. Thank you. I need Trayvon Walker to make a huge step. I get that it's his second year. I need progress. I need Trayvon Walker. I also need for – I know that this line – is going to look a little different week to week potentially, but I need whoever is playing in place of Cam Robinson for the first four games to step it the fuck up, Kyle. Also, <laughs> the quarter it's it is a quarterback league, okay? And the quarterbacks in this division do not scare me. CJ Stroud's a rookie. Am I scared to play him in a couple years? Absolutely probably. Right now, no. Ryan Tannehill, stick a fork in him. He's done. And Anthony Richardson, okay? Interception machine. Literally. The defense, is, like, and that's what I'm saying is, like, is our defense good? No, but to go against these quarterbacks, fine. We're going to clean some people's pockets. It also I doesn't also... help that I cursed the cornerback position. And yes. Up, yeah, that was my bad. 100% my bad. Thank you. I also need Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma to take a step up i know that chad muma played better than people expected him to last year but keep learning keep getting better devin lloyd stop getting lost in coverage um and the special teams i know that a lot of people don't think it matters but i think the jaguars have the best special teams in the league brandon mcmanus has been one of the best kickers consistently over the last decade logan cook best punter in the league he's a difference maker and i know that the rules are a little bit different this year but jamal agnew will run one back this season and i only have a couple tough games on this schedule truly like it's i'm i i'm feeling i'm feeling an afc championship but that's wow. it we're gonna lose in the afc championship i'm calling wow. it that would be huge i can see that AFC happening I, I think it's gonna be appearance. a big year for uh trevor i think mm-hmm. so too i think it's I gonna kind of be his... like a coming out party i think so too he's looked really good in camp from what i've seen i think he's had you know his dress rehearsals are over He's ready for the main show. Um, I just hope that he has, and you know, on paper, they look, you know, I think it's on paper and in person. I think they're going to be great. I'm a lot really of weapons excited. Around him. No. A lot of weapons around him. Um, I have, yeah, I mean. I have I odds on Trevor at plus 1500 for MVP this season. Wow. I bet I on that know. last year and it was nothing but disappointing. I don't know if I can do that again. That is my only Jaguars bet this season. That's it. I didn't do anything else. Can Ridley win comeback? I guess it's Demar because Demar. But yeah, could he win comeback player? I don't think so. I don't think they would. I don't think they would either. I think. I think based on politics alone. Yeah. While we're on the subject, he'll win my comeback player of the year. Slide my personal. Do you want to run through which games you'll be attending this season? He, not set in stone. Let me pull up their schedule. Also, bum, are you guys? Bum, bum, bum. You guys are just doing Bengals, correct? I will be there December third. I got to get through this move before I start scheduling any trips. All right, I am going to ninety nine point nine percent sure. 
the 49ers game at home, the Titans game at home, the Bengals game at home, and maybe either the Ravens or Panthers game and probably Tennessee with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee game. Yeah, I think I we should do ten. Yeah, we should we should do that. Isn't that mm-hmm. week eighteen? Yeah, yeah, it's last week. Yeah, come come here for week eighteen. That'd be fun. I probably, Ooh. depending on how the season goes, won't do either the Panthers or the Ravens because I, it's if all goes accordingly, I'll be saving for the playoffs. And hopefully, fingers crossed, Vegas, the Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. I think we should go either just to way. Put it on your radar, uh, draft in Detroit. Yes, that is a lock. That is, we have to make that trip. Can we lock it down now? Bengals draft. And then Super Bowl. Super Bowl, even if we don't go to the game, we can get cheap hotel. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. What's considered a cheap hotel room for Super Bowl weekend? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We need to start looking at that now if we're doing that. I think that that is easily, I will do that now. Or would yeah. we rather go to the F1 race and get on the cheap hotel room? I, race, I saw a tweet, and I don't know how accurate this was. The F1 tickets for standing room only, $500,000. Yeah. No. Yeah. 500 That's the tweet I saw. That can't no. be true. I, I, I think it was there. I was at, stunned. I, the number I saw was 15000 But if they have sold out of those, if people are paying them, which they probably are, very likely that they've hiked the prices up i've heard they've stopped selling hotel rooms in vegas for that week um because it's gonna be so crazy yeah it's gonna be ridiculous um i have friends i could stay with for jerseys yeah i don't know if i want to be there for like i think i would rather go to austin than vegas austin might be more doable yeah yeah, I'm still thinking Austin, but I'm kind of just thinking about going and vibing and seeing how far being a hot girl will get me. <laughs> That's ambitious of you. I think that <laughs> probably every woman in Vegas is going to be thinking the same thing. Yeah, probably. It's true. Um, Yeah, but that's... Yeah. I don't know. It's never failed me in Vegas with shit before. It might not fail me now. I don't know. Haley, you have to admit, my luck in Vegas is unlike anything. It is good. I just... I don't know. I don't know about this one. I just, if I think <laughs> about how much it costs to go to Vegas, I would rather put the money towards the Super Bowl than F1. That's what All I'm right. trying to say. Okay, word, heard. And do F1 in Austin. I'm down. I'm down to clown. At Duracell. Okay. At, At Duracell. Duracell. At Duracell. Clip I will this. be a goddamn Clip battery it. forever. Clip it. I can't Duracell. say goddamn if we're going to clip it. Clip it. Right here, Duracell. We should no. Here's the thing: we'll preview F1 next week. We'll do like a nice, subtle, like lob to Duracell. Then I can clip it, and it'll look really cute and clean. And okay. I won't be looking like I am a terrible human on the internet. Tate. Love you at Duracell. Love you, Duracell. You guys have any dark horses that are different than the Texans? Yeah, I don't. I am not a Texans believer. I know you guys True. are riding with them super hard. I have Jags for all of my questions for this division. I think the Jags are just gonna <laughs> come out of the division. I've created a monster. Steaming. I don't think you and understand what dark horse means. No, because I don't think Texans are a dark horse. I think if they win five games, that doesn't make them a dark horse. They still suck. 
And I think the Jags are going to surprise people because people still sleep on the Jags. Not even just in the AFC, but in the NFL in general. And I think that they have this kind of reputation of like the late 90s team that's still trying to, you know, make it to a championship and win. And it's like, honestly, I think this year, more than the last couple of years, at least as I've been following the team, they have the most momentum going for them. And I think they're going to shut the haters up this season. And that's my definition of a dark horse, Tyler, before you mansplain it to me. Yes, I've created a monster. That's my girl. Oh, jeez. Tell them. Tell them. Stressed. Anyway, I have Jags making the playoffs. (laughs) Me too. Tyler. Yeah, as do I. Any dark horse. You know, Barry, we're all in. All right. All right, that wraps up our division previews. I can't, we got through that pretty, that was the most contention we've had all season and I did not think we would have any. I know. Most contention when we all had the same top four. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler just got roasted. And I'm not sorry. You shouldn't be. Uh, What's new? (laughs) The moon's going to tell Tyler that something happened later. I have a feeling. Um, couple other NFL notes to get to before we talk about some college football. Um, big storylines this week. Jack Jones charges were dropped. I will say it. Chris Jenner works hard, but Bill Belichick works harder. That's all I have to say. Any other thoughts? Um, I don't know, man. That's... No. <laughs> yeah. If this were anybody else, they'd be in jail for the rest of forever. Um, I heard on the radio this morning that the lesson to take away is that if you're going to break the law at the airport, be super obvious about it. And even worse than the rules say not to do and you won't get in trouble. So and, <laughs> any lesson that people could take away. I think. And be a professional athlete for your local team. Yeah. The end. Well, that's even- the thing. If he wasn't. Exactly. Even if you have broken into, say, a Panda Express prior. Mm. <laughs> Shout out Panda. Can we insert Panda by designer again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, other news to talk about. Travis Kelsey injured. Cooper Cup out week one. Do you guys think that this is a surprise from either? I think we kind of have known about Cooper Cup. Not so much a surprise yeah, that he's not playing. Cool. Do you think Travis is going to play? Um, I, I kind know. of feel probably not since it's tomorrow. Um, and we only kind of found out about it today. What shocked me is that they, Vegas thinks Travis Kelsey is worth two points. Because the the line fell like by two mm. points, which is crazy to me. That that player alone is worth two points. That's a good point. It's interesting. That's- a good point. It was like such I, a trap game, though. We will get into it in the matchups to watch. So many people had Travis game. Kelsey for first touchdown of the season. Yeah. Not me. Not uh, me. Yeah. Rip Couldn't to everybody me. who has him in fantasy. Sorry. Yeah. I tweeted out today. Be, with... I, I think he'll be fine. No, I know, it's but just it's a not hyper great. Extension, I think. It's not great. I mean, I'm sure that's a high pick for a lot of people. Oh, that for they're not sure, going to yeah. be able to play week one. Not but I brag. bet he'll be fine week two. Not to brag, I hyperextended uh-huh. my knee one time and then I sat in the car for five days. Just saying. Damn. Yeah. Painful. Um, only other kind of noteworthy thing is that Shady McCoy 
is just he has the worst takes of all time. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, it's cringe. Today, it's cringe. He, today he, he decided. Today there was this video of him on some fucking morning show. I don't remember which one. I'm sorry if you're on. I don't. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Whatever. He was on some morning show, and they were talking about you know the season and whatever Justin Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. And if you're all in on Justin Herbert over Trevor Lawrence, fine. I'm not going to knock you. I think he's a great quarterback. I just don't think that he is solidified himself into the hype that people give him but neither has Trevor but neither has Trevor don't get me wrong he threw a lot of picks last season Mm -hmm. and a lot of picks the season before and it's an issue but the thing is is that it's a quarterback driven league and Trevor Lawrence is 2-0 against Justin Herbert I'm sorry but like it's a quarterback driven league and Sure, he hasn't been in the league as much time as Tom Brady. Tom Brady turned nobody weapons into people. He still has fucking Keenan Allen, okay? His offense really isn't that bad. And the the part that really just drove this home for me was that he was dogging on Trevor, first of all, but then he had the cojones to say that the Jacksonville Jaguars offense runs through Travis Etienne. That's I'm sorry. Insane. That's crazy. Not only is he not an, I would say, top eight, top, I'm going to go top eight running back in the league. They're probably going to run a tandem style running back duo this year. And on top of that, he's only played one fucking season. And you're going to say that the the offense runs through him, especially when someone like Trevor Lawrence, who's a first overall phenom pick, is on that fucking team. You don't watch football. I'm sorry, you don't. You don't watch football if that's how you feel. And I'm one of those people who's so pro, you know, having former athletes, former NFL players or whoever commentating, commentating on a sport. But that's embarrassing. Like that just tells me that you might know the game, but you're not watching what's currently going on. Yeah, I understand why you're frustrated. That's not, sure. It's not even just like a frustration thing. It's just like a you're taking a job away from somebody because you're just walking clickbait and no other reason. Like none of your takes are ever good. Yeah, I had kind of like the opposite experience with Mike Reese this week on Zolak and Bertrand in the morning. Uh, he does ESPN football and I was really impressed with him. I thought he did a really good job. I thought that they Mike had, Reese is he's yeah. pretty baller. I was impressed. All right. Add some positivity. I feel like he's a little polarizing, but a lot of people love him. T? Um, all right. I that is all the news slash things I'm um, frustrated with. I have one thing. Did y'all see okay. the headline about too, Juju but... Smith's knee? Oh. Apparently it could explode at any moment. Oh, that's good. He's a time yeah. bomb. He's um, the new I, time bomb. I've been more Miles potent. Jack. I've been more focused personally on the continued injury curse that is plaguing New England right now with three out of five of our starting O-line now injured for the game one. Uh, Mr. Tom Brady back in town for Tom Knight, basically. Uh, And if you know anything about the Patriots, you know the O-line is never somewhere that we need injuries or any kind of you know so so can i ask you a question what i know you're not a betting girly nope but can i ask you why outside of this quote-unquote super bowl hangover what why are betters 
and whomever so in on the Patriots to win this game against the Eagles? I think a lot of it is um, sentimental in the sense that like they, I don't have high hopes going. I don't think we're going to win this game, but I think that I think that would be the only thing I would consider because on paper, team by team, it's so obvious to me. The only thing I'll give them is home field advantage. Home field advantage, and the that's fact the only that thing Tom that's Brady going for night, and that it's yeah, and Tom Brady's in the building, like, right? I think maybe that's that, why. I think that's what they're taking. Tom's in the building. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that's definitely probably being taken into consideration. What I don't I think, think is being stupid. What I don't think is being taken into consideration is that yes. The defense is definitely the stronger part of the team for a lot of reasons. Which is so crazy. (laughs) For a lot of reasons. But the thing is, is that, okay, Jalen Hurts in that offense can keep up with that defense. The Mm -hmm. issue is that the Patriots offense cannot keep up with the Eagles defense. I am expecting the Eagles defense to take a huge jump this year. I don't know why they were ranked so low in fantasy. I think it's so weird. I think it's because of the new defensive coordinator. I think it's the new defensive coordinator. I don't care. That's the only thing I can think of because it doesn't make any sense. Maybe the age, but I think they still got some good draft picks that went there. So it's like, dude, yeah, Jalen motherfucking Carter. I know. The entire Georgia Georgia. defense. Yeah, exactly. I think that this defense is going to eat. There's going to be multiple candidates for defensive. Like maybe they just think it's such a young defense. No, like I was just going to say, I think that th- there's a lot of possibility that defensive rookie of the year, there are multiple options from this team. A hundred percent. Easily. I just don't understand what people like about this game so much other no. than the fact that it's at home. I don't understand what people like about the Patriots in general. Yeah, I mean, I have a there's couple a lot of Patriots people that are futures. high on Patriots this year. I just I have don't a couple see Patriots it. futures. I'm not high on the Patriots either. I do have, I think they're, I they're the- a member of the long con. I think I took them at the over six and a half mark just because so many people are jogging on them. I like to get away from the crowd for certain things. I also have the Juju touchdown over, and it's only because one of Mike Kosicki's injury and two, because him and Mac Jones very clearly have chemistry on and off the field. And I think that that matters. I am very nervous for this season. I'm again, I hate to sound like a pessimist, but I've made clear on the show how I feel about Mac. Um, how I feel about the quarterback position. I didn't think it was possible, but somehow I feel less confident than I did at the beginning of preseason in the quarterback position. And as Kendra said multiple times throughout the show, it's a quarterback league. And I understand that Mac Jones went to Alabama and he did successful there under Bill O'Brien, but I don't know necessarily how that's going to translate into the NFL Um, I feel like we have this conversation every year with every draft and the top quarterbacks being picked, but the transition from, you know, college football to the NFL doesn't work for everybody. When are we going to stop saying, when are we going to stop giving Mac that excuse? It's been like three years. Well, that's what I'm saying. But even like, even as much as I love Bill O'Brien, I think that that's a huge piece of it. I think that was literally a hire for Mac to bring Alabama to New England. And I just don't, I, I just don't see it working and it doesn't seem like an investment that's going to pay off. And I know that seems really like pessimistic of me, but he, I just don't have a lot of com- confidence in him. And I'm not a huge fan of how he conducted himself last season with everything that went down. And I think Matt Patricia is now with the defense on the Eagles and he's going to come into Gillette on Sunday and absolutely want to whoop our ass because when the lions came to Gillette last year, 
you know, he is no dummy. He holds a little bit of a grudge against his former teams. And I think that the Eagles defense is going to come out pretty hard against Mac. I will not lie. I think that Jalen Carter is going to want to eat him alive. And God forbid Mac gets hurt. Then what? <laughs> like literally Matt that corral season baby bam, 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 bam. It's time for like, the golden it's just, corral it's just yeah, crazy feasted at the golden corral oh god it's so crazy we should, we should trademark that now trademark the golden corral yeah <laughs> all right any other thoughts before we get into our games to watch nope all mm. right Haley and i have the same game of the week Bills Jets baby we're rocking so it I, I think that that's evident we're gonna see what the Jets are working with we're gonna see if the Bills regress we're gonna see it everybody's gonna let it all hang out finally and it's gonna be awesome I love it and your Dalton Kincaid situation is going to you know be worked out we'll see how it works it's gonna out start. I don't think it's gonna be a week one magic no I performance. agree I think it's gonna be a few weeks going weeks, before he's I'm going week impact. six yeah, I can see by week six, he's like a part, a feature of the offense at that point. Worked in. Haley, what's your sneaky good game of the week? So my sneaky, I wrote quote unquote good, because I don't think this is going to be a good game, but I'm going to enjoy watching it because I think that it's going to set the tone for both of these team seasons. It's going to be the Raiders and the Broncos game. I'm really interested to see how the Broncos come out with all the Shane pa- Sean Payton drama and all that. And I want to see if he can put his money where his mouth is. And where we're at on the Russell Westbrook experience. So I think we're going to see just how bad both the Raiders and or the Broncos are. So I think the Broncos are going to be okay. I think think they're going to improve. Me too. They can't not do that. So yeah, it's there's not really much they can go but up. It's the altitude. It's true. I like that though. I do think that's going to be a good. like we're gonna see what these two teams are this year. We're gonna get a good look at it. My sneaky good game is the Cincy Cleveland game. I always love this game just because it's a bit of a rivalry. I hate that the colors are so similar. Obviously, Joe Burrow supremacy. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Sorry, Cleveland lovers. No, I do sorry. think that this is gonna be a good game though. And I have Nick Chubb on my fantasy team, and I have Joe Burrow. So slay. Good and. Stuff. We both have our don't, don't waste your time game as the Arizona-Washington game, and you have a silver medal. I have a silver medal for the Bucks and the Vikings game. I'm just kind of – I've already made it clear I'm not necessarily in on the whole Bucks starting QB lore, um, but – I'm just not excited about that matchup at all. I don't, I'm not looking for, I'm not going to watch it. I don't think, I don't think I, have I think the Bucks playing. are going to get their ass beat. Yeah, I think so too. Well, that'll be fun to watch. It's going to be a very one-sided affair for Kirky boy. Yeah. JJ going to eat. All right. Um, Tyler and I got a couple bets and then we're going to talk about some college football and then we're going to close it out. So for me, bets this week, I like the Jets money line plus 120. I don't think the wheels are going to fall off in this situation anytime soon if they are going to it's just sure isn't shit not gonna be week one aaron Rodgers is 10 and 5 all time in week one games and i like the jets d way better and i think that that's gonna be the difference maker here tyler what's your first um 
so this is gonna come out probably i don't know when you're gonna release the audio but I don't i'm probably gonna do it to tomorrow do morning the, yeah i don't think i'll have time to do the video before the game it's tomorrow fine. night um i like jameer gibbs anytime touchdown um i think he maybe he's being hyped up too much and i'm buying into it they're they speak so highly of him in, yeah a in lot Detroit, of people are in the organization i think he could be really good i i think Detroit's gonna lose the game. I'll I'll say it. I think it's it feels like a uh, trap. Yeah. The line keeps moving towards the Lions, and I don't like it. I feel like the Chiefs. It's it's could end up being a blowout. Um, don't like it. Um, I'm also on the Steelers. That's my like upset of the week. I think at, Steelers get the 49ers at home. We know how I feel about their quarterback situation. I don't like it. Um, I think Steelers defense is really good even with the losses they had this offseason. And I think Kenny Pickett plays better than people are expecting him to. I think Kenny Pickett's um, going to make a huge jump this year. Yeah, I, I think he's – I think the Steelers are like a sneaky – That whole division I don't think you should sleep on the Steelers. They're no, viewed as either. like a team that's down, but I think they could be pretty good this year. I think that division is kind of filthy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. also – I have CMC in this game. Anytime TD is plus 100 – I I like those odds. Can't even lie to you. Yeah, I feel like it, it, whenever you get plus money for Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown, I think Take it's it. a safe bet. Yeah, he could um, score. He could score a touchdown in every game he plays in this year. I agree. And then I obviously healthy, have. Before you talk about the sad cap parlay, I have Calvin Ridley anytime TD plus one thirty. Got to show off the new toy. The Colts suck. They're gonna make it rain. The end. That's how I feel. All right, what's the what's the SCP, Tyler? The sad cat parlay back for week one. Detroit is not participating because they're too sad this week. Um, Jacksonville, big favorite. Are they at home? I think so. No, they're in Indy. They're in Indy and they're still big favorites? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, well, they're Indy big sucks. favorites in Indy. Um, Cincinnati over the Browns and then Carolina. I forget who they played, but they... I kind of like Carolina this year. Uh, I, I don't I, – I think they could win that week one game. I think it's Atlanta maybe. I definitely don't like Atlanta. But okay. I'm a known Atlanta hater. But True. that's week one for the sad cap parlay. Fingers crossed. Sweet. All right, we're going to talk about some college football stuff really quick. I'm going to pull that up. Only other things from last week. I think we already talked about Clemson and Duke. I do want to say I had a random UNC thought that I put under the Clemson Duke stuff. The fact that this Tez Walker kid is not allowed to play and is having to like reach out to political figures is such fucking bullshit, especially because it's like mental health stuff and he's trying to like protect himself and his feelings. Fuck the NCAA. I swear to God, like not letting kids like Tez play doesn't hurt anything but your product. I'm going to say that again. Not letting kids like Tez Walker play football only hurts your product. And I'm so serious about that. Like, why are you fucking with kids? Like, I just, especially if they're not troublemakers, he literally, there was a technicality, and that's the reason that it was declined, through Mm -hmm. a COVID year. And they're not letting this kid go play closer to home with his family. Yeah. Because it's... It's it's so stupid. I hate it. I hate it so much. I I feel so bad for this kid. Um, That was my only other 
I thought about it because of the Duke Duke UNC rivalry, whatever. I just had to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, big game of the week, the hottest ticket in town now is Dion in Colorado upset TCU. It was at TCU, correct? Correct. Yes, correct. That was such a good game. I I have to say, Tyler, Shockingly you convinced good. me. You convinced good. me that they weren't going to be good, and well, I, I knew. So for the record, I knew I. I was confident that Dion was going to succeed in um, at Colorado. I just didn't think it would be this soon. You yeah. you that famously said you famously said three wins. Yeah, but does I this change it would take the number? Does this change the number for you? Well, of course they look better than they have. I'm not. I I was wrong on Colorado. I like. I'm not going to move the goalposts on them, but they they look much better than I and initially anticipated. Do you think that Shadur is an NFL caliber quarterback? Also, there's Absolutely. already Travis Hunter. I think he looks like one of – he is probably a top-five quarterback in college football this year, right now. I think that he's giving, like, Tyler Huntley vibes. I don't know. I think it's still early. He I, I, he has a whole other year left if he wants it. I don't he know. Should take Can it. he go to the NFL this year? I think he might just be a sophomore. I don't. I'm not even sure if he's eligible. I don't know. That's a good. No, I'm not even saying. I'm just asking if you think that he will play in the NFL at some point. Because I think he has the potential to. Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. I, I things could go wrong. He could like not develop as. But right now, it looks like his ceiling is NFL. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Any thoughts on the Michigan game? Um. They did what they needed to. Um. I don't think it was really. They ran the clock a lot. They, I think their defense looked really good. Um, JJ McCarthy had like a shockingly good QBR, um, which I am big I on JJ McCarthy. Was for what that game was, I think it was, it was good, positive signs for Michigan. Um, I think that Ohio State underperformed. I know they won and they held Indiana to three points, but I think they they needed to hang it on them a bit. Yeah, so their offense definitely disappointing of the like top four teams um i don't really i'm not reading too much into that first game because it is just indiana i don't really think they opened up the playbook as much as they could have um and it was a big 10 opponent um but i don't know their offense is definitely not the caliber it usually is um but that said their defense is way better than it usually is at this time of the year anyway like this game last year probably would have been like a 47 to like 20 something game. Their their defense was kind of lock and key this week. Haley, I'm throwing you into the mix here. What are your thoughts on like in the Oregon and Oklahoma games this week when teams put up like 73 nothing, 81 7? Like, do you have thoughts on as someone who works yeah. in college sports that yeah. situation? Yeah, it's tough, right? Because I think it goes to show how much we've seen college football come down to the almighty dollar in the sense that if you don't know, now, you know, you get paid to play those games um, and get uh, the shit embarrassed out of you. With that being said, um, I certainly don't watch them. Um, If you notice in the pick them challenge that we do, I'm not going to be putting those games in for obvious reasons. And I just think that it's kind of, I don't know. It's tough to think that 
beyond the names of the teams are student athletes that are going out there and giving it their all. And it's, I can imagine probably really embarrassing to go up against an Alabama or a Georgia um, as we're going to see in the next couple of weeks, obviously we saw this week with Alabama and Oregon. And this week, I think we're going to see the same with Georgia at ball state, but um, I don't know, man, I, it's good in a sense because these athletic departments for these, these smaller teams do benefit. They do get money out of it. And, you know, I would hope that they can use that in a beneficial way because it is so difficult sometimes for those smaller schools to get funding for their athletic departments. But the fact that it comes at the expense of embarrassing uh, college players and coaches uh, is just kind of a tough pill to swallow for me personally. But yeah. Um, Okay, and then last thing that we're going to talk about before we get into some stuff for this week, Haley and I watched the LSU Florida State together, Florida State game together, and I know Tyler watched it. I... My big takeaway from this, Tyler and I were both on LSU last week to win this game, but my big takeaway is that I'm not shocked that LSU had some regression and they were a bit fraudulent. I'm more so shocked how, and I honestly don't even think that this score accurate, accurately represents how good Florida State looked. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I completely agree. I, I agree. Think Florida State and the back half of that game, they bullied that LSU defense and it's an LSU defense I consider to be like really good. Maybe they weren't coached the way they should have been, but I think there's so much talent on that LSU defense and they just completely bullied them. Yeah, I agree. It was like in all aspects of the game, like passing and running, like it was yeah. crazy how good FSU was. I My rankings, I have FSU, I think is the number four team. Yeah. FSU looked dirty, man. It was number three, even they're my th- three team in my top 10. It, let me pull up their schedule because it's kind of soft. I, I will say. Especially after the Clemson loss. I know. I was just going to say the Clemson soft. situation. All right. So, wait, they're at BC this weekend. Um, Shout out. Don't give BC. BC any credit, please. Wait, that JK, team is JK, bad. JK. That team is that's, bad. That's next weekend. Southern Miss at Florida State this weekend. BC next weekend. They play Clemson early, which is good for them, I think. They play Clemson the to following extent, week. Yeah. Then they I play... think they absolutely destroy Clemson. If, if the team that showed up... The other day shows up for that game. Their Clemson doesn't have a chance. I don't think that their schedule is soft, but I don't think it's dif- too difficult for them to overcome. They're going to play Clemson. I don't really think Virginia Tech and Syracuse are anything crazy. They're going to play Duke, Wake Forest. Virginia Tech is historically like not good right now. Pitt, Miami, and they end their season with Florida. Miami is probably the toughest opponent. If if Miami lives up to what Miami could be um, on paper, but Florida in a neutral location is always a game. It doesn't matter who's better that year. It's still a rivalry week. Billy, Billy's gonna have to turn that team around if he wants to win that game. Oh, I he, agree. I think uh, that they right can be now, dog shit. Right now, he's the though. worst coach in the Power Five, Billy Napier. I I think that that team could be dog shit and they'll still put up a fight against FSU is what I'm saying. They could, but I I firmly am in the belief that Florida State's a national contender. Oh, I agree with you. And Florida is, in fact, the opposite of that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Any other thoughts on last week? Uh, Let me run through this real quick. Um, I don't think anything big. Carson Beck at Georgia didn't do anything to overly impress me, but I also think they didn't open up the playbook. 
Uh, Michigan, I touched on. Ohio State, I touched on. Alabama, I think, showed some promise week one. They were playing Middle Tennessee State, so take that for uh, what it is. Jalen Milrow, I think, is the starter until he loses the job. Um, I think this week is going to be very big for him. Obviously, it's Texas week. Um, yeah. West Virginia, Penn State, uh, Drew Allers, the best quarterback in the Big Ten in my book. Um, and I think until uh, Ohio State can kind of get their offensive situation under control, I think they are the number two team in the Big Ten um, behind Michigan. Um Texas slow start for them too at Rice last or versus Rice last week. It was at home. Um, I'm not too worried about that. Um, and South Carolina is very disappointing. Very upset with them. Um, Spencer Rattler. I cannot get a read on him. Every time I bet on Spencer Rattler, a different Spencer Rattler shows up. I'll there's never there's bet multiple on Spencer, Spencer Rattler. Rattlers. There are multiple Spencer Rattlers. I'm convinced because. The quarterback that showed up for to beat Tennessee and Clemson last year was not the one we saw the other night. Yeah, I um, I do not. Yeah, I don't know. And then the last thing I'll touch on, the uh, Texas A&M might be back, question mark. Connor Wegman and their new offensive system with Bobby Petrino calling plays now, they might be good. They've got so much talent on paper that they should be much better than they Their are. Their schedule is just but, so hard. Yeah, schedule is tough. The SEC, but the SEC, SEC West, West. Is just a, that's just, it's a war. Yeah. But they Unless could be they, really you good. Have they could be the number two class. team nah. in that division. Mm-mm. Disagree. <laughs> if I'm taking a dark horse, it's going to be Ole Miss. Ole Miss, I just don't think has, they just have, on paper, Texas A&M has probably the most talented roster in the country. But they're just but they so are coaching. They're the coaching of Texas A&M is the big question mark. I just don't think they're coached. I, I, I'm not a Jimbo believer. Hell no! I grew up watching Jimbo at Florida State. Ain't no fucking way I'll ever believe in one of his teams. Mm-mm. That offense though, dangerous. Don't you can't sleep on that offense. But then I think that's it. That's all I really got. Virginia okay. Tech, good win at ODU. Okay. Shockingly for them. All right, Haley. It is your time to shine, sister girl. Alrighty, we are in week two of our college pick'em challenge. A little recap from last week. Kendra, you won the weekend going one and three. Tyler going oh and four for his pick. We're off to a great start. So we're off to a great Damn. start. Um, game number one I have for you guys is Nebraska at number 22, Colorado. Kendra, why don't you go first? I am very anti-Nebraska until Nebraska shows me that they aren't Nebraska anymore or a Nebraska of old. I will always bet against them. I also am full steam ahead on the Dion train. I think that it would be very Dion for him to win this game. I think it's a more even game. I think the only thing that's setting Colorado over for me though, is that their team is a little bit more athletic and they're riding that high. I think if this game was in like week six, I'd probably rock with Nebraska, but week two, I'm not going to do that. And it's the hottest ticket in town. Now tickets to get in the door, are like 400 bucks. It's going to be ridiculous. insane. Yeah. Nebraska sold out every game for like years now though. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're they have a very good fan base, a very yeah. dedicated fan base. Totally. Nebraska does. Um, yeah, 
I, for the most part, agree with everything you said. Um, I think this is going to be a big test for Colorado's offensive line. Nebraska's defense is much better than TCU's. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a big test with the offensive line. Um, if Nebraska can get their offense together, they could be in this game. But I think they're just they're they're very like classical Big Ten offense. It seemed last week they just don't really they run the ball a lot. They don't really go deep, um, and I think that's how you're going to have to play to beat Colorado. I think that offense is just going to be too quick for them. If, yeah. if Colorado gets ahead, I don't think Nebraska is going to be able to catch up. Okay. Good. Shit. Uh, game number two, two ranked teams. Apparently, this is pretty wild that I put this on here, but I it's didn't such a think random so. game. Um, Mississippi number 20, Mississippi at number 24, Tulane. I think you're both on the same page for this one. I'm saying shout out to before we get into it, shout out for Ole Miss for scheduling a road game against the G5 team. You don't see that much. Yeah. Um, I'm taking all right, I have a lot to say here, but before I do, Tyler, I want to know your thoughts first this time. On Ole Miss? Um, yes. I think they've got one of the best offensive minds in football in Lane Kiffin, and I, I, I agree. think they easily win this game. Uh, the, well, easily might be a stretch. Um, six and a half, I think, was the line on it. Um, I, I like them to win and cover, probably by like 14, 17 points. Um but yeah, I, I think Mississippi State's offense is just going to be. Yeah, I think they're really good. I like. I love their quarterback situation. I love their the talent they have around them. The defenses, I think, why that's why I'm not very as high on this team. I think they're a middle of the pack SEC West team. Yeah. Okay, that's valid. The only reason that I don't think that this is an upset watch by any means is just because. Tulane's one of those teams that we see hang around in, you know, the 20 to 25 range just because they hang out somewhere a little over 500. They don't really play anybody huge, but they always have that one opponent or two opponents on their schedule that they hang really well with every year and people over-respect Tulane. They upset They had somebody. a really good year last year, too. They upset yeah. um, USC in their bowl. Yeah, they, I was it just was a really good say. year. I was just going to say, they upset somebody at some point and people ride the wave, the green wave specifically. Green wave. Yes, that was good the one. joke. That was a good I one. do love their uniforms. <laughs> Thank you. Some of the best jerseys in yeah, college football tour. They're so nice. I love their colors. Their colors totally. are sick. And New Orleans is like pretty swaggy, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is it's just that I don't think that they're one of those teams that's going to upset anybody early. I think that you got to get into the meat of the season and... That's just they hang out there because inevitably they beat somebody at some point during the season. Can't go off the ranking for them. Here's the rest of Tulane's schedule. But I don't think that that's going to be this weekend. No, I don't think it's going to be this weekend either. Um, Um, Game three, I have Tyler's team he's riding with so far for the CFB season. Uh, number 13, Oregon at Texas Tech. If Oregon wins, it would be the third non-conference team since 2000 to hand the Red Raiders an L at home. But and that there. I really wish Texas Tech didn't drop that game last week. If Texas Tech didn't drop the game last week to Wyoming, I would feel so much better about this game. 
because they're I know Texas Tech is going to come out fighting like even harder this week because they don't want to start on two because they had a lot of hype this offseason and it's like I'm very scared of the wounded animal Texas Tech I am JMO and Nancy. Nancy creeping in the background. Nancy, Nancy, <laughs> Nancy. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to rock with Oregon just because I'm really high on them and Peter Pan this year. Yeah, I'm also really high on them, but I'm terrified of it. Me too. I, I think I'm... on paper, Oregon should win pretty, not easily, but they should win. It would just be so classic for Bo Nix to transfer out of Auburn and then have like a Heisman eligible year. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So we're both rocking Oregon. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Um, Number 11, Texas at number three, Alabama. I'm going to say probably game of the week. Yeah, probably. Uh, Kendra, you want to go first? I know you're calling an audible. <laughs> I'm taking. I really thought that I there was a way I could convince myself into taking Texas here, and I thought that it was going to be just because Tyler and I had everything the same. But I can't do it. I'm rocking with Bama. It's at home. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I yeah, I can't not bet Bama. I think their their defense looked so good last week, even though it was Middle Tennessee State. Their defense like was really impressive. I thought they were kind of firing on all cylinders last week. Um, noticeably more disciplined than they were last year like almost no i think they had like three penalties or something like that there was very clean game they played last week um and it's kind of just a uh experience thing saban has the experience on sark and i I still really like texas this year they could like still go they could win and the rest of the way maybe sneak into the playoffs if everything goes their way um still win the big 12 um but yeah, I'm going with Alabama. Okay. All right. Anything else, Hales? I have one more that you guys are going to have to call an audible on right now, based on our discussion from this episode. Number 23, Texas A&M at Miami, Florida. Gimme Miami. Tyler. I Tyler, you am, talked a lot of shit about Texas A&M. Yep. Against them. I, I really like both of these teams. I think they're both, like, they have really good potential, each of them. Um, I think I'm going to go Texas A&M upsetting Miami at home, even though I don't think it's an upset. I think they are the favorite in the match, they maybe. They are favorite, like, yeah. A light favorite. Um, Based on the rankings only, which we know are sometimes trash. Going so. to Miami. The, uh, I just... I like that offense with Bob Petrino calling plays. I'm very high on that offense. And I, I think Connor Wegman's kind of having a resurgence of his career. He looked really bad last year. And I think this is kind of a resurgence for him. Well, I'm very happy because you picked somebody different. So yes. one of you will pull ahead this week and we'll find out who it is. Well, I was going to say you'll tie. Or maybe I'll tie. Yeah. Maybe you'll My- tie. One college football bet this week that I like, and I'm gonna go put money on it right now. Um, I have the Miami money line. It's plus one seventy, and I like that. Yeah, it's it's. I think it could easily go either way. Um, but who knows? Um, Haley, anything else? That's it. All right, couple other college football things. I. I'm thinking my upset of the week is going to be, I think NC State's going to beat Notre Dame. Wow. And I can my game, see it. But I, I think I feel that way. 
I'm not told. NC State's kind of in a rebuilding stage right now. Brennan Armstrong, I'm not sold on. They had a player, like, something happened to him. We got, had to get stretchered off the field. Their starting safety last week. I think it's a starting safety, but it's kind of scary. Um, and I really like Notre Dame. I, I think that offense is great. Shout out our boy Rob. Yeah, I had State. shout out Rob in our notes. I just took the NC State money line, and I also took my. What's the line, line on that? NC State the money. It line. is NC State's plus two thirty five. Yeah, not bad. It's and where I expect it to be. The spread seven and a half. It's Notre Dame's first big test of of the year, even though it's not a huge test. But uh, I think I, I I'm confident in Notre Dame, but anything's possible. As Kevin I also said, yeah, I also had the Utah Baylor game on here just because. Do I think Utah balled the fuck out? Yes. Do I expect them to be that good? No. And Baylor had a down week last week, so I'm expecting some motherfucking chaos. But that being said. Shout out your former Auburn boy, right? TJ Finley. Did he go to Auburn or was he LSU? Yeah, he beat Baylor. Yeah. Shout out to him. All right, Tyler, your bets or games of the week. Go. Uh, So I'm watching JMU UVA for obvious reasons. Um, I went into the week initially really liking uh, JMU. Um, Then UVA's quarterback is out. Their starting quarterback's out. And I found out they're honoring the victims of last year's shooting, which, you know, rest in peace. But they, well, Jamie set up for failure here. How do they expect that we're, if we win, we're the enemies and we're just the villains of the sport. And if we lose, obviously, they're, it's a game that they're going to play extra hard. In. We're set up for failure. Um, okay. I still like Jamie minus six. We're easily the better team on paper. Um, SMU at Oklahoma. You mentioned Oklahoma completely blew out Arkansas State last week. Um, I expect SMU's defense to be a lot better than Arkansas State's, and I'm curious to see what Oklahoma's offense looks like. I'm not betting on that game. I'm just it's just a curious game for me. Um, App State UNC. I'm on App State plus 18 and a half. They played UNC really close last year at home. Now they're on the road. Um, 18 and a half points is just a lot to give up to a team that you only beat by like, uh, what, like four points last year, maybe less. Um, yeah. So I'm taking App State and the points. Um, and then the other game I'm, I kind of have my eye on, I might end up betting it. We'll see. Follow me on the socials for my full list of bets. I'm definitely yeah, going to add more. Yeah, shout out. Auburn Cal is interesting. It's on the road. Auburn's on the road. They're only a six point, six and a half point favorite on the road. Dude, Cal I think Twitter, Cal, so I think good. better. I think Cal's better than people like think they historically are. I think Vegas kind of agrees with me because the line's less than the touchdown. But I, I think they're better than a lot of people expect Cal to be. I don't think they're great, but this could be an upset spot for Auburn. Okay. And that's, that's, that is all for now. I also now. think it's an upset spot for Auburn. I'm not even going to lie to you. That is all for now. Okay. Perfect. Um, Anything else, party peeps? Nope. All right, I am going to, we already talked about PLL, so we're going to hop in F1. The show is going to be long as fuck. Sorry. Um, World's fastest F1 review. Haley, Ferrari thoughts. Uh, my Ferrari fangirl corner. Carlos tied for first with Max in the power rankings ahead of this weekend. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I have made my position on Carlos clear. Um, he did finish this week third place. 
um, at Monza, putting some points on the board for Ferrari. I'm not a huge... So I really like Carlos. I like him as a person and as a driver. I think he's very... I can see his likability, and I get that. I am through and through Team Charles. Obviously, I love Charles. He's my favorite driver on the grid, um, and I'm a stan. I'm going to, like point blank period that's my bias right there so you can either take what i say at face value or you can just excuse it for bias or whatever i totally get that um but i have made it clear i'm not a huge fan of the way that carlos doesn't necessarily listen to team direction and kind of just does his own thing um again that's because i'm a huge charles fan so that could be you know why but that's just my personal opinion um I wish Charles could have snuck up on the podium, but he came in fourth and I'll take the points. So all in all, I would say it's a successful weekend for Ferrari, especially coming off of the Dutch Grand Prix. Um, And uh, yeah, I know just sometimes Carlos rubs me the wrong way, but I thought it was a good weekend and a good showing for the team. Yes. Yeah. I'm on the opposite coin from you here. I really think that Charles kind of acted like a baby this weekend. Like, do I understand that he's clearly their number one driver and what have you. Yeah, Carlos is already ahead in the championship. You're getting team points either way. Keep the two, three. Carlos earned the fuck out of every lap that he led. He earned that position in quali. And he defended Max better than I think we've seen anybody else do for longer than we've seen anybody, anybody else defend him this week. That was absolutely Carlos's podium. Had they told Charles to switch with him, I think that I would have lost faith in Ferrari. And I think that you would have really lost Carlos in that race and wanting to be a team player more than you already have. That's a fair so, opinion. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. Also, the Ferrari mom feud was clickbait for the ages. Insane. insane. And the watch. That was um, also. <laughs> yeah, we can jump into Mercedes a little bit. Uh, I have in our notes, I swear to God, Toto was losing life, years off his life in the second half of the season here. My man's is very stressed. Um, and I think he has a right to be. With that being said, I think that Lewis's social media presence has made it very clear that he is dedicated to Mercedes, obviously, with the contract extension that he just signed. But also, I think, you know, he's been very vocal about, you know, next year, you know, we're going to come back, we're going to be better. I think he has come to the realization, finally, that the car is not where it needs to be and it's not going to be where it needs to be by the end of the season. But I think that him signing that extension and, you know, kind of solidifying him, George and Toto as a trio... I think they're going to be able to maybe, I hope for their sake, make some improvements in the off season and come back next year with a better car that is more compatible and on the same speed as a Red Bull or even, you know, seeing Fernando in this Aston Martin for Christ's sake sometimes. Um, but yeah, that's just my thoughts on Mercedes. I don't know if you have anything you wanted to add. Um, I wanted to say that I think that George's personality really showed this weekend. I'm not the biggest George fan as it's known, but he had some ha ha he he's, um, him talking about having a car up his ass was also pretty funny. His head and shoulder shampoo situation. You know, I, I, George, you know, you're fine this week. We can, we can be friends. Also, I like George. I just want to shout out both Oscar Piastri and Lewis Hamilton for their collision and how they handled it this week. I think that they were both super mature, especially Oscar Piastri. Lewis is who he is. He beefs with Max and certain drivers, but he's not a bad person and he really cares about these young kids. And I think that that's super, you know, just something to shout out. I also almost had a perfect podium last week. Yeah, you did. 
Very good. I was my only driver off was Checo. Um, and I have to say that Liam Lawson and Alex Albon are both that bitch and the racing gods hate Yuki. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Alex Albon, number three in power rankings, FTW. We love Alex Albon. And I think that's a huge accomplishment for both him as a driver and for the Williams team. Um, I was really impressed with him this week. He came in seventh. Um, but you know what? I thought he did some really great defensive driving, especially holding off Lando. Um, and I was really impressed with him. I continue to be impressed by Alex and I find him just so likable and adorable. I really want him to do well. Um, the only last thing I'm going to add is I'm going to come out of the closet as this right now. I do not like Zach with McLaren. Their Ooh, principal. Okay. Um, and I have a feeling that he's doing some sketchy shit as we have seen him do in drive to survive with the Daniel incident. Mm. And I just don't know how I feel about See, I like that about him. No, I don't like him at all. I think he's an absolute snake. Um, and he gives me the ick if I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. So I'm a little bit spooked to see what's gonna happen with McLaren because at I Duracell, love, we love you, Duracell. At Duracell, love you, Duracell. Um I We're Williams girlies. We're Williams girlies. I'm because I love Piastri and Lando so much, I really hope he doesn't screw one of them over. If Lando goes to Red Bull, I swear to God. I would be psyched. No, I would hate that. And here's why. I know that I'm a Red Bull, I'm a Red Bull girly. We know it. I love everything that Alphatari and Red Bull have except for Checo. But here's my problem. Lando Norris is a sweet, sensitive, perfect little soul. He cannot he cannot be bothered with Christian Horner and his pressure. And we've seen what That's they've done. That's crazy for you. He's dealing with Zach. Zach Christian is Horner way is way worse. worse. No. We saw what Red Bull did to Alex Albon and looked how he's doing now. And everyone else that they've put through there, Nick DeVries, everybody. Look at look at what happened with Zach and how he's treated his drivers in the past and the fact that other principals and F1 But they give him time. No, because they're like, you can't trust this guy. You cannot trust him. Like, I think it would be worse for Lando if he went snake. to Red Bull, though, just because of the expectation that if you're not keeping up with Max, you're out. And nobody's keeping up with Max. Yeah. Like, it's just, for me, it's that, like, Lando's clearly a number one driver here. I like the team dynamic. Things are going well. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to see him race for anybody but Zach. Because I don't mm. like him. And I think that he I, doesn't really care about them. I think it's a great situation for McLaren and both drivers. I wouldn't be mad if he went somewhere else. I just don't want to see him go to Red Bull just because of how quickly they dispose of people. Except for fucking Checo for some reason. Yeah. Any other F1 thoughts? No, ma'am. Okay, time to get to our closing segments. Haley doesn't have a tweet of the week, so I have a joint tweet of the week of ours. I found out this weekend that New Englanders call water fountains bubblers, and the divide that this created on the internet and the hate that I got for this was fucking unreal. Why am I not yes. surprised that, that you call, we call them bubblers? Well, so no. technically we call it a bubbler. We don't say bubbler. It's a bubbler. The amount yeah, of people okay. that made that joke. I'm with um, you, Kendra. But Thank you. this has been a thing since my childhood. It was I've always called it a bubbler my whole life. I I didn't realize that you guys didn't call it that. Um, 
There was some discourse on the internet. It is not entirely a Massachusetts thing. It is definitely not a New England thing. It is a Southern Massachusetts, Rhode Island thing, um, hmm. which is where I'm from. So that makes sense, I guess. I was going to make um, a joke about uh, roundabouts and rotaries, but your comment section was already flooded with them. Yeah, yes. it is a rotary yeah. for sure. It is not. It's a roundabout. Um, the other thing that I was going to add here, and thank you for people defending me on Twitter. appreciate you. Um, is that I consider a water fountain something you throw coins into for reference. So a bubble. Just call it a fountain. Right. I don't, I think I don't. I don't Bubblers think I make me think water. of bongs. Well, yeah. Okay, I, I love agree. that for me. <laughs> All or right, like, anyways. Or like uh, seltzer water. Yeah, I get that. Either All one right. of those. This is getting out of hand. Um, I'm a big seltzer water guy. I hate seltzer well, water. Well, good thing you're on a seltzer show. Yep. Okay. Tea party segment. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are getting a divorce because Sophie Turner likes to party, and I have to say that I am Team Sansa. Team Sansa, FTW, Starks, greater than Jonas. Yeah, I've always been Team Frankie, so. (laughs) We have have always been Team Frankie. I kind of have some sad tea, you guys. And I don't like doing this. And I'm sorry. But Fiona Crawley, UNC tennis player, played at the U.S. Open this past weekend. My girl made $81,000 in winnings and she had to forfeit all of it due to NCAA regulations. And I think she handled it like a complete professional. Um, It was really covered in the media, which I'm sure is not easy as a college aged person that is not typically in the spotlight. Granted, you were playing in the US Open and I give kudos to her for handling all that in the public eye. Um, but I think it's unfortunate that she had to give up her winnings. And mm-hmm. I think if we're going to move into NIL and elaborate our ability to compensate these players for their, their skills and their abilities that we need to take things like that into consideration, because it's extremely unfortunate that she can't be rec- like recognized for her successes mm-hmm. financially. This happens every now and then with amateurs in golf too. It's, it's such a shame. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I the NCAA doesn't benefit student athletes. It only hurts them. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. It's just abolish the NCAA. Agree. That's a good summary of it, Kendra, for sure. Yeah, they're not All right. their main concern. Anything else before we talk about Tyler's moon? Yep. Tell me how the moon does. The, yeah, let's the talk moon, about the moon. I imagine it's telling me that it's time for bed. Um, today I know, it you're says doing great, Tyler. That you and I are hot and cold right now. It feels like you are ghosting me, and I have a deeper need from you than I'm admitting, allegedly. Wow, wow. I'm sorry for Are you sure that you. says your name? But it also says that we're both interested in untying our knots right now, and it's saying I should ask how you're doing and then how you're feeling. Wow. Are you going to ask? How are you doing? good how are you feeling fine okay glad we talked lovely talk love you i'm more interested in me and Haley's horoscope i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) this just roasted the absolute fuck out of my entire existence Uh um i thought the previous one already did no this is so much worse 
It says Haley D blocks a phone number because icing them out IRL wasn't enough. Icing them out? What does that even mean? I block a phone number because I meant to give out a fake number at the bar but forgot. And that is so true. And then that that is such shade. But then it goes on to say Tyler has no self-restraint unless technology intervenes. I do have very little self-restraint, especially when it comes to food. We really all got roasted, but Haley, because the amount of times that I try to give out a fake number at the bar and then panic. It does seem kind of on brand. It's so on brand. This is why I'm saying I'm an astrology girly. Do I believe in it for everybody? No. Do I believe in it for me because it's always scarily accurate? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to ditto that. I'm feeling much more confident in myself this week. I had a really bad week last week, and I'm just all about me right now. So kind of love that for me. That being said, that goes because the moon was blue last week. That no, it's because true. it's not blue anymore. Actually, oh, I'm blue. So that goes into my closing thought. I got a sign from the universe to do something for me today that will benefit future me. I downloaded something from Canva and the file name was do something today that future you will thank you for. So I'm going to echo that sentiment to all of you do something for yourselves this week. Love you guys. Any closing thoughts? Anybody else? I love that. I hope everyone has a great week. Um, enjoy your football. Hope everybody does well in their fantasy. Um, keep us updated on socials, how you're doing. Um, and anything that you want us to chat about in the next episode or online. And we'll see you next week. Um, Tyler, anything? Uh, nope. Let's win all our bets this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Love you, party peeps. Keep on sipping, y'all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this long ass episode. Oh, so sorry. If you ever want to slice, that's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze from Q. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city. Every town, every borough. They know you keep it real. Keep it classy. Keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys. When Saturdays for the girls. Get them girls. Get them Cause this is not their world They know you run the city Every town, every borough They know you keep it real Keep it classy, keep it thorough When Sundays are for the boys When Saturdays for the girls Get them girl, get them girl uh. Uh. It's Saturday, y'all uh. Saturdays in Celsius <laughs> With your hosts Kendra and Sarah Uh Y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh-huh.